Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a bitch. But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galina in for Cam Stewart on his way back from Vegas. I was going to, would ask him uh, what's going on in Vegas, but you know the old saying, you know, kind of what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So uh, hopefully that uh, he's made some money. I'm sure he has uh, I'm here along with uh, George Kurtz and the fantasy Prince, Sean Engel. And uh, we've been talking a little fantasy hockey, fantasy baseball. We've spoken football. We've talked about baseball card collecting. We've got it all for you. And we're going to keep you up to date. Uh, baseball games uh, about to start uh uh, 105 starts. You got the uh, Orioles, Red Sox, uh, White Sox, Yankees, uh, uh, the Rays and Blue Jays. That starts much later, 107. So uh, <laughs> we got the Phillies and the Marlins uh, kicking off at 110. So uh, we'll keep you tra- on target with that. Uh, any uh, updates on the Islander game there, George? Uh, what happened? Uh, Penguins uh, opened up a one nothing lead. Uh, Islanders quickly answered back with uh, two goals, right? That's the last yes, they did. Uh, yes, they mm-hmm. did. How about them, Islanders? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, the Penguins uh, scored the first goal. A uh, beautiful deflection, actually, by Wilson. And it really was a beautiful uh, deflection uh, that scored there. And then the Islanders answered back immediately. And I mean almost immediately with goals by Everly mm-hmm. and Brock Nelson there. Uh, so the Islanders, end of the first period, lead, this, uh, lead the game 2-1, the series 2-0. I said this is a must-win must win for uh, for Pittsburgh. So it's certainly not good that they, they, you score the first goal and then the Islanders score 28 seconds later. You know, that, that's, that's a letdown. That's a letdown in any sport to have it come mm-hmm. back that quickly. But uh, listen, I expect Pittsburgh to respond. This game's far from over. Uh, that What is over is Sean Newcomb's, different Sean, Sean Newcomb's stay in Atlanta. He's been optioned. To AAA, I would assume Already, that's the huh? move being made. Uh, yeah. I would uh, assume uh, that's the move being made for Fulton Avich. I assume that. Right. They, there was no, I didn't mm-hmm. see a corresponding move, so I think Fulton Hayes is going to get activated here. Not positive. Maybe they call up an early reliever. Excuse me, a reliever first. And then they go to Fulty. But uh, Sean Newcomb, no longer in the Atlanta Braves rotation. <laughs> i got to tell you, one of my, one of my teams, uh, I've been playing around with these Atlanta starting pitchers. You know, it's a, it's a deep league, and, you know, by, by pitching, it needs help. But, you know, first I'm betting on. Uh, Wright, Kyle Wright, the, who just got optioned uh, to to AAA, uh, Bryce Wilson. I took a shot on very early, and then I think he got uh, optioned as well. And uh, I had Sean Newcomb uh, in my lineup yesterday. And now he gets uh, he, you know, t- he tanks and he gets sent back to AAA. Yeah, how'd that go for it you? Seems like uh, what you. Yeah, great. Uh, seems like it's like you you kind of alluded to earlier in our show it, that it's almost like a uh, revolving door, you know. They have so many options there, and they're all sort of the same guys. You know, they're all prospects, mm-hmm. all good prospects, but they can keep playing this game. You know, where they can send these right. guys down, Freed, Newcomb, Toussaint. I mean, the only guys you know who are going to be there really are Tehran, right? We know he's, he's, his job is a safe. It shouldn't be, mind you. He has almost no upside. Uh, Fulton Avis, now that he's healthy. Gossman, you know, he, he'll be the, the, the veteran there who's pitched better in the National League than he has uh, ever in the American League. Again, not a shock there. But the other guys... You know, I said Freed, Newcomb, Toussaint. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Cal Wright. I think you'll, you'll, you'll see Wright again. You'll, you might see Wilson again this season before mm-hmm. all is said done. Uh, Soroka, when he proves he's healthy again, you might see him again. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's sort of, sort of a mess there. 
Yeah. Uh, if anybody, uh, I mean, Keuchel to, to Atlanta, doesn't that make a little sense? Uh, as we're speaking, I'm trying to check to see uh, what his career numbers are. On a one-year deal, and, uh, that would make sense. Yeah. You know, on a one-year yeah, deal, give yes. Him, you know, and what he's been saying at this point, and we spoke about it yesterday, we we both agreed that it seems like it's the he's embarrassed at this stage. Where uh, you know he, you know he he uh, got the qualifying offer somewhere around seventeen million from the Astros, turned it down, and wanted a multi-year deal. And at this stage now, he, he's kind of like making it known that look, you know, if somebody gives him like a one-year deal, but at that rate, you know, so that he could save some face, you know, he'll take it. He's but, not getting uh, that either. Is it possible? <laughs> he's not. He's not going to get a one-year seventeen. Not even million at that rate. Deal. No, he's not going to get one-year seventeen million. He's not. He's going to get mm-hmm. about uh, this is pro, uh, I'm even, not even counting the proration by the way, but he's going to get about one year half that eight nine million right that's about what he'll get because no team is going to sign him. I mean, you sign him right now. It's April fourteenth. You have I know he's he, this all BS. I'm throwing ninety pitches, but you're not throwing the major league hitters. You're not starting, you know, five days right. on April nineteenth. It's going to take you at least two rehab starts, maybe three. So now you're talking May before a new uh, for a new team even gets to get you if you sign today, today. So no, he's not getting that. That's not happening. You know, teams don't. They're not going to. They're not going to put put him in for that. They don't view him as that. If they viewed him as that, they that someone would have signed to a three, four, five year deal already. It would have already happened. So no, he's not getting mm-hmm. it. But there are a lot of teams that could use him. I mean, there are a lot of teams that could use him. You know, and I know it. Uh, the Braves on a one year deal makes sense. Padres makes sense. Minnesota Twins makes sense. You know, uh, I'm not even including the bad teams. You know, I'm talking about teams that might be able to compete this year. You know. Uh, yeah, I was going to say the Cubs, but he's no better than anybody else they ever had. They have five stars. They just, they're all blah. Uh, Cleveland won't do it. Uh, Colorado would be a bad How about call me crazy? What, what about what about the A's? The, the 10 and 8, sure, you know, that, that sure. doesn't, you know, right? If they could afford them, I mean, you know. Uh, no, I think you're right about the How about the Mets? You don't think that he'd be mm-hmm. better than Jason yeah, yeah. freaking Vargas? Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, they, it makes sense that Philadelphia could use them. And there are teams that mm-hmm. could use them, but. You know, he's going to have to settle for that one-year deal. That's the problem. It's all going to mm-hmm. come down to a one-year deal. Or maybe maybe like yeah. two years, $24 million. I can see that too. Maybe something, you know, where still, yes, he's getting more than 17 if he's happy with that, but you're only, your AAV is 12. I can see that. You know, Kimbrell is, is, right. is almost the same situation. If I'm Kimbrell, at this point, you probably have to sign a one-year make-good deal. You know, even though you're, you're, overall your year last year was okay. It was good, actually. You know, but you wanted so much money, you priced yourself way out of this market. It finished badly, right? Didn't it finish yes, badly? Yes, he, he, he finished very badly. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find the strike zone. He had mm-hmm. no idea where the plate was. And then he went, after that, he wants six years, $100 million? Yeah, so do I. I only ask Mike Cardano for six years, $100 million. He'll laugh me out of the building. You know, and I think that's what <laughs> Ken Will did. He way Yeah, let me know how that himself. works. Yeah, I'll let you know. Not well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not well. Because if it works for you, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him as well. <laughs> I, think, I think Mike is not taking any phone calls. Yeah, exactly, right? Do not disturb. All right, so we've been having some fun. Uh, George and I, uh, we uh, worked together this morning in Fantasy Sports today from 8 to 11. If you didn't listen, why not? Listen to us, uh, not next Sunday, but uh, the following Sunday. Uh, we're in uh, every Sunday. And then, uh, by the way, this weekend fantasy update show that I'm filling in for Cam Stewart. Uh, Cam Stewart will be back next weekend uh, with George from 11 to 2. So, what, But what we've been doing is uh, all morning uh, kind of celebrating the uh, return of Game of Thrones. And we've been taking this, this quiz. My, my buddy uh, Ryan Hallam over at uh, Fighting Chance Fantasy also has this uh, a little contest where uh, you get to pick – uh, whether the character will be alive, uh, dead, or uh, whether or not uh, the character will become a White Walker. So that's uh, pretty good. Uh, you could follow uh, uh, my friend uh, Ryan Hallam at Fighting Chance. Uh, you could just inbox him, ask him to send you uh, – it's a Word document that you could fill out. But uh, I came up with a, with another um, uh, scenario, guys. So um, – Samuel Tarley, right? He's the guy that uh, basically, uh, I guess his rich father really wanted nothing to do with him, so he ended up sending him to to, to guard the wall, right? So, right. He, you know, he, yeah, he didn't have any courage or anything, but just little by little, <laughs> you know, uh, he became a likable character on the show. So right. I have him, yeah, I have him as alive. 
Yeah, yeah. I have them as a live. And I'm thinking of uh, keeping Jilly, I guess his girlfriend will say, alive. But maybe the kid. What do you think about the kid uh, either dead or maybe he becomes a White Walker? Like, remember when the White Walkers came, took the kids, all of a sudden they get the blue eyes? The problem is in this show, what, what you think is going to happen, what, what happens in most shows, it doesn't happen. I mean, right. the, they kill off people on the show. I, do, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they all end up dead. You know, it mm-hmm. wouldn't shock me in the least here. I'm not going to pick anybody to become White Walkers because in my mind, that's, uh, I don't know how that's going to work. If the White Walkers are going to be killed, Jamie, again, which Jamie I have to Lannister. assume they are, then, they, they're, all, then they're dead. Mm-hmm. So I think you'd either be alive or dead. Right. You know, well, actually, I think the so, you, so be, you think that this whole thing is going to be uh, happily ever after? No more White Walkers. Everything's fine. I don't know. Because once again, uh, <laughs> as you said, they're, they're ahead of the book now. So it's not Martin writing this anymore. Right? right. If it was Martin writing it, I, I don't think it would be a happy ever, uh, happy ever after. But now that it's this, I think it is going to be something like that. There will be characters killed off, no doubt. But I think it will be mm-hmm. uh, you know, the White Walkers are defeated. Because you know, they're not doing a sequel as far as we know. Although the, I, I like your little theory at the end, though. You know, all the yeah. White Walkers are dead. Then you see, you see blue eyes out of nowhere. You know, it's like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not over yet. You know, maybe we'll do have exactly, another, uh, yeah. a sequel. But they are doing a prequel. I think I think the prequel is taking part thousands of years in the, in the past, though, before this. I find that strange. Hmm. Not hundreds, thousands. Right. OK, whatever. Uh, Throughout this whole show, they, they refer to the past, you know, you know, talking about like long winters that happened in the past and all that stuff. So it'll kind of be interesting. I mean, lots of these shows now that do these uh, these prequels, you know, like uh, we just we were talking in the last segment, Big Bang Theory. Right. So the, the character Sheldon, he has a, a show that shows what he was like when he was growing up in the 80s. It's actually a pretty decent show. Uh, the Sopranos are coming out with a prequel. Right. Yes. That they're yes. working on. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> that's yeah, going to be interesting. Gandolfini's son's going to play a young, a, a young Yeah, Sopano, yeah. A young Tony. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, an actual movie. Uh, I didn't think uh, The Sopranos was all that film, great, by the way. I, I watched really? it. The whole show? Solid show, but I didn't think it was the you know the, the end all the be all. It was a good show. I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it was bad, but the, where people thought it was the, right. the best best thing, no. Yeah, I really didn't have a problem with the ending, too. I mean, uh, I thought it was kind of stupid to leave it up did to you, you did, to what you think would happen. I kind of thought it was uh, leaving it up to you. You play it out. Or do you mm. think it's because Tony's dead, and that's why he went to black, that he got yeah, shot? Yeah. He that dead. seems to be, after a while, that's what I've come to uh, accept. And, I, I, you know, even the, what the creator of that show kind of has been cagey about it. But I, I think that he kind of, he hasn't really come out and said it, but I think that that's what it means, you know? Because, you know, a couple of episodes right before the final episode ever, uh, he and, uh, what's his name, Bobby Bacala, they talk about what happens when you die, you know, that it just goes to black, you know? So, uh, I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. right. I think that's probably what happened there. Listen, I thought the show was good, it was entertaining, but I I enjoyed it. Yeah. And it left it up to your interpretation. I might be right. I might be wrong. You know, the, the, I guess the fun stuff is that the, you could take it for whatever you think it means, right? Yeah, I think it's what he was part of, partial of what the uh, what he wanted to do there as well. You know, uh, hey, mm-hmm. use your imagination. You know, of what happened there. You know, it's funny. Uh, it, it all comes back to sports, though. What's her name in that show? The uh, the daughter, who I can't remember her name Meadow? in her real life. Uh, that's her name on the show. What's her name in real life? Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we'll she's from to, Long, she's from Long Island. Do you know who she's married to? A hockey player or something? Or no, no. But you're in you're in the right no. you're in the right genre. She's married to Lenny Dykstra's yeah. son. Are you kidding me? I really? kid you not. Yeah, I kid you not. That's why I bring it up because she's married to Lenny Dykstra's Jamie son. Jamie Lynn Siegler. Jamie Lynn Siegler. Jamie Lynn Siegler. That's her. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she's married to Dykstra's son. Uh, that must be a fun family. But it's like, oh, great. Got to go. Got to go with uh, you know. Uh, father-in-law, the nutcase, you know, so, uh, that, that's gonna be, yeah. uh, weird. And I think she's got, uh, she has some Parkinson's disease as well. Or Parkinson's, yeah, something or like the, that, yeah. Or, or MS, yeah. Mm-hmm. To be yes. that young and be diagnosed with it, that's, that's, oof, that's rough. You know, hope everything works out, uh, for her. I don't, yeah, think, I, I don't think I've ever seen says, anything yeah. other than Sopranos. I'm sure she's done other stuff, but I haven't. I don't recall it. But yeah, uh, in 2012, she began dating baseball player Cutter Dykstra. The two became engaged in 2013, and then expecting a baby. Yeah, and they had their second. Good for those kids. 
Yeah, MS. Uh, she was diagnosed with MS when she was 20 years old. So uh, wish her the best uh, there. So, uh, hey, in the, in the last couple of minutes of this segment, uh, I'll give you another question or two here. And then when we come back, we'll check in on uh, some of the games that have uh, started. Maybe uh, give us some odds on uh, the evening slate of uh, – the NHL playoffs. So we'll get some stuff uh, lined up for you. Uh, take a look at some uh, sabermetric st- statistics as well. And here's a good one. Aside from Valerian Steel, what else can kill White Walkers? Here's a Game of uh, Thrones quiz. Is it a raven? No, I know. Dragon glass? Yeah, it's there you pretty go. easy. Uh, grayscale or ice? Dragon glass. Mm. Sean, you agree, of course, right? Yeah, it's Dragon Glass. Yeah, yeah. And Sam found out, right? The you know, the the guy who really didn't have any courage cuz he uh he saved uh Jilly's baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're all satisfied with uh with that. Yeah. So that was that was one of the easier ones <laughs> as far as what's going yeah. on here. That's one of the ones uh, when I'm so sure about that, I know Sean knows it. Ding. Yeah. Uh, less than a minute left, and I'll leave you with this one. Which character is the three-eyed raven? The High Sparrow, Lord Varius, Dario Naharis, or Bran Stark as the monkeys take us out? This is the monkeys. Oh, yeah, it is the monkeys. Yeah. Are we to answer uh, now, or you back. want us to wait? I guess we're waiting. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep everybody in suspense. I know the I know answer you know anyway. The answer I'm sure Sean does, yeah. <laughs> this is another easy one. This will make, make you feel a good question. Weekend Fantasy Update. Fantasy Sports Radio Network will be back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. This is one of my favorite songs of, uh, I I want to say of all time, but that's, you know, I think you're talking about classics, too. But, yeah, I, I love this song in the 80s, Cars by Gary Newman. And what I found most fascinating about this song was that uh, it's all electronic and synthesizers and everything. It's just one person, Gary Newman, is <laughs> the performer, you know. Really cool stuff. No, good, good tune. I, good tune. Yeah, yeah. And isn't it on a commercial now too? That the uh, is it? I'm not watching too many commercials. Where they sh- up you there. Yeah, I think there's a Walmart commercial that has like all the, uh, not all the, but the, a lot of the uh, movie cars, like the the, the car from uh, Ghostbusters, the car from uh, Jurassic Park, and it's actually pretty cool. So, uh, all right, I got some. I got some bad news. Got some bad you news for fantasy I, owners. Uh, oh, All right, no. but uh, if you are an Rodas Viscaino owner, he was just placed on the IL with a shoulder injury. So Viscaino, uh, gone. Uh, no word on the severity of the injury or how long he will be out for, but A.J. Minter should be the closer there now at Atlanta. So if you need a closer... Let's everybody go run out to the waiver wire now and go claim Minter because that's what's going to happen here. All right, uh, closer yeah. on a good team becomes available. We know we're all going out and grabbing him. So A.J. Minter now will take over this guy. And once again, no word on how long he'll be out for, if it's 10 days, two weeks, three years, whatever it might be. Ryan Braun is out of the lineup today. Once again, probably just a rest day. Nothing uh, all that mm-hmm. important here. In uh, baseball, it's going on today, Mr. Galena. Uh whole bunch of games, right? We have a lot of games that are currently being played, and no runs. They're all scoreless. White wow. Sox, Yankees, scoreless, bottom one. Orioles, Red Sox, scoreless, top two. Rays, Jays, scoreless, bottom one. Phillies, Mar- Marlins, almost said Mariners. Marlins, scoreless, bottom mm-hmm. one as well. In the hockey game, it's still 2-1 Islanders, 13 minutes left in the second period. And in the Masters, the 2019 Masters, uh, we still have that three-way tie between Shoffley, Woods, and Molinari. They're all at minus 12. Uh, Woods and Molinari are completed 14 
Shoffley has completed 15 holes. Good chance we're going to see a playoff here, too. You might get a little, a little bonus. A little bonus golf. There Maybe you a go. little hole 19. That's always fun. Good stuff. Good stuff. A uh, couple of games set to uh, start. Uh, 135 start for the Pirates and Nationals. That's uh, about 11 minutes away. Um, Pirates uh, know uh, Young Ho Kong in the lineup. And uh, uh, the Nationals uh, know Brian Dozier. Uh, second base, you got Howie Kendrick again. I'm wondering if it's, uh, you know, maybe an underlying injury. Uh, Kendrick had started yesterday as well. So, uh, I, think you know I think it's any, underlying uh, you can't hit. Yeah. Underlying you he's suck. Ba- but that, that was the. Yeah. <laughs> he's batting on the interstate, so that's never good. All right. So it's mm-hmm. one something. So, uh, yeah, I think he's got some, uh, some you suck uh, problems. Uh, Doja's weird, right? I mean, he had a couple of great years at Minnesota. It looked like they were going to get a lot of value for him in a trade. Then they didn't trade him until it was really too late to get high value. And since, mm-hmm. since leaving Minnesota, he can't hit. Didn't really hit it with the Dodgers. Now he's not hitting. It's early. I understand. It's three weeks. But he's not hitting all that much with the uh, the Nationals either. He's generally been a more of a second-half player than a first-half player. So keep keep in mind that in mind yeah, as well. Yeah, very true. But since... But just leaving Minnesota and leaving the American League, you know, I always worry about that, Joe. Leaving one league to go to the other hasn't really done all that much. Yeah, you look at his time uh, with the Dodgers, uh, 47 games last year, 182 batting average with just five home runs. And so far this season in 43 at-bats, batting 163, one home run. And here's a guy in 2015, uh, 28 home runs, uh, 12 stolen bases, and then he went nuts in uh, 2016. 42 home runs, 18 stolen bases, and at that point, 2016, it looked like he was like turning the page on his career because before that, uh, he, he couldn't really hit anything higher than the, his highest batting average. At that point, was 244, but uh, then in 2016, he started to hit for a decent average and an acceptable average. 268 in 2016, uh, 2017 uh, batted 271, uh, and then kind of like it looks like the uh, bottom has fallen out of his. Uh, his career, I mean, like you said, very early, but a lot of people were uh, liking him uh, this preseason because of uh, uh, joining the Nationals and a decent hitting park. So we'll see what happens. But for now, uh, Howie Kendrick gets the start for him. Hey, I never gave you that that answer, uh, right? Or did I give you the answer on that Game of Thrones uh, quiz? It was, uh, which character is the three-eyed raven? Is it the High Sparrow, Lord Varys, Dario uh, Naharis, or Bran Stark? Ah, uh, it's Bran Stark. So uh, that's my final answer. That's what I'm going with. I like it. I like it. I'm and, glad you uh, do. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because you're right. You're right. Uh, so, uh, Brian, like I mentioned, Brian Dozier not in the uh, Nationals lineup. Victor Robles uh, not in the uh, the Nationals lineup either. Uh, sure there is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tigers Twins. Uh, no Nick Castellanos today. No Nico Goodrum. What do you think about uh, Nico Goodrum? I mean, in, uh, nice little player in, off to a hot start. Yeah. Man, and he's like eligible at just about every position in Yahoo League. That's uh, Yahoo another, is, another, <laughs> another thing we like. Uh, Yahoo's very nice, very forgiving. I think if you uh, pretty yeah. much run past the position on your way to another position, they give you eligibility at that position. <laughs> yeah, if you look at, uh, yeah, if you look at first base, you're a first baseman. <laughs> right. I think that's pretty much what it is. By the way, Wade LeBlanc of the Seattle Mariners also placed on the injured list. So uh, I guess we like that. We like players being placed on the injured list on mm. Sundays. Don't wait till Mondays at the deadline. Mm. That, that's annoying. Right, right. Is there right. anything more annoying than that? My God, that, that, that ticks me off pretty much here. So Wade LeBlanc, if, you, yeah, if you're using him because of his hot start, on the IL as well. Uh, Billy Hamilton uh, not starting again today. Did you see that uh, that, that – uh, when he scored, he was actually having a decent year for the Royals. And then he uh, has some kind of a knee issue, which never good for a guy who's a strong point on your fantasy team is a guy who's going to steal some bases. But did you see that play where he uh, scored from second base on a sacrifice fly this week? Yeah, that's because Malik Smith uh, yeah, yeah. went down on one knee to catch a ball and didn't throw it in right away. That's actually on him. Mm-hmm. You got to throw that ball. Mm-hmm. You got you, you have to be aware of who's on base, and you throw that ball in. And he took an extra, what, second, half second, and it cost him. You know, it cost him as mm-hmm. he uh, fairly easily uh, scored. 
So uh, once again, just just bad baseball, just bad baseball there. Uh, they also Billy Hamilton a couple of days later when he got hurt. I don't know what happened on that fly ball. He's got to catch that. He looked like he slowed down to catch it, then sped up again, then just misplayed it. He got his glove on and crashed to the wall, and uh, he's got the sprained knee. He's out of the lineup today. He could return tomorrow. Luke Voigt has just doubled in Aaron Judge for the uh, first run of this game in the Yankee game. Yankees lead one nothing. Judge got on base via the walk. There you go. There you go. We were thinking about putting Luke Voigt in our lineup, but we went with Trey Mancini. Uh, but uh, all right, that. that we're okay with that. Um, let's see what else we have here. Uh, and say, so when you uh, the, the, take a look at some of these uh, sabermetric uh, stats as we wait for more uh, uh, news to come in from these games. Oh, by the way, uh, do we have any uh, odds on the uh, NHL uh, games for this evening? We always have odds for uh, games, Joseph. Always. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, Columbus Blue Jackets mentioned. Uh, that's a 7 o'clock game. Uh, the fun thing about mm-hmm. these games is when they're on CNBC trying to find that channel on your cable system. That's a joy. I've had a lot of fun doing that. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, uh. God, you should make it on a normal channel, CNBC, like I'm watching this. All right, Tampa Bay, Columbus. Uh, Columbus won the first two games of the series. This is against Tampa Bay, the best team in hockey by far this regular season. But they also haven't had anything to mm-hmm. play for in months. I mean, they've had everything wrapped up since January, so they've had nothing to play for. They tied the record for most wins ever during the regular season, and then they choke a 3 nothing lead in Game 1, and in Game 2 just lie down and lose 5-1. Uh, Kucherov suspended for this game. Uh, he won't play. Uh, One-game suspension. He'll be eligible to return for Game 4. Victor Hedman, their best defenseman, is now a game-time decision. You know, and that's not good news either. Odds in this game. Uh, listen, Tampa's still favored. You know, minus 160 on the money line. Columbus is plus 135. Uh, Tampa's minus a goal and a half, of course, and they're plus 185 if you want to go in that direction. Columbus minus 225. The over-under is six. There you go. There you go. Uh, Toronto uh, leading Tampa Bay, one nothing. Galvis, one for one with a run by man. That's that's it, basically. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah. So uh, let's uh, take a look. Um, saber uh, uh, metrics. Are you a saber guy? It's a tool like any other. Mm-hmm. Do you I don't think anything. I don't think anything is the Bible. I don't think there's any one mm-hmm. thing that's the Bible. You know, I think once again, safer metrics are a tool, and yes, I use the tool. Uh, and whether or not, uh, do I like it? I trust my eyes as well. I want to see. Unless I have the mm-hmm. package, so if I I, I want to see a player, I can go see a player. Hell, you can look on the line to see a player's at bats if you want to see what he right. looks like. Yeah. You know, so I, I use it all. Safer metrics. There, there are some stats I like more than others. You know, some I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do you hey, think about hey, this? Uh, yeah. Any that you can't stand, or I mean, for instance, like I've been looking at this expecting batting average uh, recently. You know, expecting out of batting average. I'm going by the definition on MLB.com. It's a, a Statcast metric that measures the likelihood that a batted ball will become a hit. So it's, you know, it's just basically a hit. So, for example, uh, uh, according to uh, MLB.com, a line drive to the outfield uh, – so we'll have an expected batting average of, of 700. And we, you know, when you look at the the, uh, the line drive rates that's that uh, that's uh, used on on uh, fan uh, graphs, which is a great site to use uh, for evaluating players and getting statistics and all kinds of stuff. But uh, that's that's also uh, in line with you know you hit a line drive, you have a lot better chance of, uh, you know, getting a base hit. So we, we look for players. If you're looking for a player uh, that might have some upside, uh, you, you look for these things, right? Yeah, I don't need to be told that a line drive has a better chance of being a hit. I got it. <laughs> hit pull hard. Okay. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because you're in the business. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know. Art's going to find a hole. I, under, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Aaron Judge. He's, he hits a lot of line drives right at people, man. No luck this week for that, right. Mr. Judge. Yeah. Uh, so let's take a look at a couple of guys, and, and uh, give me your give me your take on him. Uh, now Enrique Hernandez, right? Uh, his numbers so far this season, uh, right before the season started, uh, he was uh, announced as the starting second baseman for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Who uh, their offense has been uh, incredible so far this season, hitting tons of home runs. So he's batting three twenty, uh, four home runs. 
10 RBI in his first 50 at-bats. Uh, however, StatCast doesn't like the way he hits his balls. They say that really he should be batting somewhere uh, close to 260 instead of that uh, that uh, 320 batting average. And if you look at his uh, overall career batting average, 245. What are your thoughts on Enrique Hernandez? I mean, you're not going to not start this guy just because expected batting average says, hey, you know, look, he's really not that good. But, I mean, w- w- would you – what does that do for you? Does it mean anything to you? It's telling you there's some luck involved. All right, he's, right now he's hitting uh, balls really where fielders aren't. Now, it's up to you. Is he doing that because he's trying to do it on purpose? But some certain some players can. I mean, Tony Gwynn was mm-hmm. great at that, right? He, he didn't hit a lot of balls hard, but he, he, the 5.5 hole was where he made his living. He'd bounce balls through that right. 5.5 hole over and over again. Those balls wouldn't be hit hard. So in the Statcast mm-hmm. area, he, it may have not done him all that much. Yeah, those his numbers may have looked ugly on Statcast, uh, with sabermetrics because that's what he did. You know, he was able to control his bat that way. So it's the same thing here. Is that what's going on with uh, Enrique Hernandez? Is he hitting it on purpose or is he just? Well, you look at, at his you look at his BABIP right. His BABIP this year is uh, still the same stat for his career, isn't it? Right, it is. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, you it's basically calling it tomato tomato, right? So his BABIP is three twenty four. Career is two seventy eight. So you get that, they're trying to say that basically uh, you, 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 I like what you said, that he's basically hitting into better luck so far this season. Yeah, but but, but Pip is another. I was, was going to say the same thing before you said it. It's just uh, it's, it's almost the same <laughs> stat. You know, batting average yeah. and balls in play, uh, same thing. You're getting lucky. You know, if, you have, if you're 324, mm-hmm. you know, you're getting lucky. You're hitting balls with uh, – uh, that's what they believe. You're hitting balls with uh, where fielders aren't. I say, it, it comes mm-hmm. to me is, do you, is that what you believe? Do you believe he's just getting lucky or is he trying to do that? Like, so certain certain right. batters can do that. Certain other batters can't. So that's what I mean where you need to sort of look at the player. You know, watch him a couple of at-bats. Go online and go see 10, 12 as at-bats. See what you believe. But uh, like I said, there is something to this. Yes, I do think that there can be luck involved. It's also a small sample size. Three weeks. He's up to a hot start, getting lucky. What's going to happen when the teams adjust? And once again, maybe he's hitting right. certain pitches better than he used to, so they'll adjust. Then he'll have to make those adjustments back. So that's something I would look at. But right now, he's certainly a middle infielder. I mean, I definitely use these uh, Saber stats, but I go back to, you know, we watch a lot of baseball games, and there was a discussion, I think it was a, a, a Yankee game, where um, David Cohn is very much into these Saber stats, right? And, you know, he's yes. a, a, an old-time player at this stage, right? He's quoting fan graphs and all these stats. And then I, I, I'm not sure, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but it, it was either Kent Singleton or... Uh, Paul O'Neill, they, they were talking that you know, yeah, these stats are great, but they kind of allude to what you just said, George, in terms of, you know, if you just go solely by these sabermetric stats and this batter is going to do uh, this much better against this type of pitcher or this pitcher, that you don't take into consideration not only the eye test that you talked about, but hot streaks, you know? I mean, <laughs> you know, there's a human element to, to the game as well. I agree. Listen, I, I agree well with mm. O'Neill or Singleton, whichever one said that. I do remember that conversation. I don't yeah, remember yeah. who said it either. Uh, I do think there is yeah, something yeah. in the hot streaks. When you, you're just feeling good. And we, this is when mm-hmm. all sports, you're just feeling good. You know, so I, th- I right. definitely think there's something. You can't to explain that. it. <laughs> yeah. It's just that the no. ball looks like a, 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 a grapefruit at this stage, right? Right. You know, in hockey, yeah, everything's going in. It. Everything you're shooting is going in. It's mm-hmm. finding a hole. And baseball, it's the same thing. Uh, you mentioned grapefruit, beach ball, whatever you want to say. And, and once again, you're, you're yeah. finding holes, everything you hit there. So I don't think that's surprising at all. Not in the, not in the least to me that uh, guys go through hot streaks. And it, I think it's sort of silly that we don't believe in hot streaks. I, you know, I don't. You heard Mickey Calloway, the Mets manager, you know, when I think when he took McNeil the day after. McNeil had four hits on a Saturday. Didn't have him in the lineup the next mm-hmm. day. He goes, no, no, there's no such thing as hot streaks. Really? There's no, there's, if I'm imagining, there's no way, no way I pull a guy out of the lineup if he has a four-hit day or it's two home runs, something, uh, something mm-hmm. like that. Not unless, listen, you know, uh, I guess it could be uh, if it's a Randy Johnson's pitch the next day and you're a lefty and I know you have no chance against them, you know, because your, your history tells us that you, you're, you even know it, then okay, that I can buy. But other than it's a regular mm-hmm. matchup here, there's no way I'm pulling that guy. He's hot. I'm going to ride it. You know, I, I do believe in hot streaks. That's the one thing I certainly don't agree with. Right. All right. So as we head out, we have a little less than a minute. Should I throw you a question here? Uh, let's see. A phrase that Melisandra, a.k.a. the Red Woman, this is a Game of Thrones quiz, frequently repeats is, all men must die, the night is dark and full of terrors. 
Winter is coming. Hold the door. <laughs> hold the door. Hold the door. What? Uh, okay, well, I don't think it's hold door. I don't think uh, I don't think it's all men must die. What were the other two? Uh, the night is dark and full of terrors. And uh, the other one is winter is coming. Well, we'll no, get the answer I, on the way back. I know which one I'll go left. with there. Yeah, I know which one I'm uh, going with. I'm just going right, positive elimination. Come back. Weekend Fantasy Update, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. A 70s cop show? <laughs> Weekend fantasy update. I'm George Kurtz. He's Joe Galino on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network here. I feel like I'm on an episode Earlier, of like you would, SWAT. You, yeah, yeah, that's what it sounds like. You're right, like a 70s cop show. Like uh, either Beretta or, yeah. Yeah, Beretta, Starsky like and Hutch, maybe. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Earlier, you were George Galino. You remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah, George Galino. You could be Joe Kurtz. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's all right. George, George Galena has a nice ring to it. That could be a character name somewhere, George Galena. I, 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 I can take that. All right. I have something to tell else you I something. Well, well, before you before you read that, just to tell you a little quick, quick, quick thing. Let's say if I would have to sign something in the past, like this when I was a kid, and let's say I didn't want to really put my real name on it, like I, I would take one friend's first name and another friend's last name. So they would never tr- be able to track it back to me. But that, that that's it. You, you could do your read. All right. Uh, it's not my read. It's, it's our read. Okay, mm-hmm. our read. With Major League there Baseball go, season read. in full swing, it's time to swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. Become the eighth Daily Roto FanDuel or DraftKings $1 million tournament winner or become one of the countless number of people who have won a gaudy pile of Benjamins using Daily Roto's lineup optimizers. If you are playing MLD, MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount and you'll get lineup alerts projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, the use of the lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DF winnings. DFS winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Now, one thing I realized, Joe, but I didn't give the odds on the other two series here. We got cut off after one. So, uh, in the NHL, by the way, Winnipeg plays uh, St. Louis. St. Louis has won the first two games on the road, just like Columbus beating Tampa Bay. Uh, it's a 7.30 game tonight. Once again, all times Eastern. Uh, Winnipeg, St. Louis. Peg, plus 125, minus 150 on the money line. Minus, one, uh, minus 195 for Peg, plus 165 for St. Louis on the puck line. Over-unders, five and a half there. The late game tonight, 10 o'clock, uh, start here. San Jose, Vegas, that series is tied at one. Now they're back in Vegas. Uh, Shane, Shane Campbell probably won't be there for this one. He'll probably be gone by then. Hmm. Uh, San Jose, plus 125. Vegas, minus 150. Minus 200, plus 170. San Jose, Vegas on the puck line. Over-under is a high one. Six and a half. Vegas thinks some goals are going to be scored this game. Scores, Islanders and Pittsburgh still 2-1. No goals in the second period. Minute 25 left in the second period in the Masters tournament here. Uh, we now have have Tiger Woods is in the lead. Tiger Woods minus wow. 13 is in the lead through 15 holes. Uh, Dustin Johnson is uh, finished at, min- at minus 12, so he's a stroke behind. He'll need Tiger to really screw up. Uh, Co- Kopka is my uh, also minus 12. He has two holes left. Tiger has three holes left to play. He's through 15. Everybody else is through 16. Shawfley also minus 12 through 16 holes. So Tiger Woods, this would be. Uh, 
I mean, see, this means something if Tiger ends up winning this uh, the Masters after the, all the uh, yeah, yeah. the injuries and all, everything else he's gone through here. So uh, once again, my, uh, Tiger Woods minus uh, he has a one stroke lead, one stroke lead. Baseball mm-hmm. Yankees lead the Sox one nothing bottom second. No score Orioles and Red Sox Jays over the Rays one nothing also bottom of the second. Top of the third no score for Phillies Marlins. Pirates, they jump on Scherzer and the yeah. Nationals quick. Pirates, wow. Yeah, I so guess that uh, ankle's maybe, bothering them. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Good, good thing we didn't play. Uh, good thing we didn't play uh, uh, Scherzer for that 10,700. Scherzer, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, Josh Bell hit a double, drove in a run there, and then was singled in by Moran. Pirates uh, over the Nationals early, 2 nothing. There you go. There you go. Got to play the games. Uh, so good stuff. So hey, I, I and asked the uh, the uh, Game of Thrones uh, question before we headed out, and uh, I don't think you're going to get this one because you sounded a little. Uh, I had know. no idea. I, I went with the uh, the tarot yeah, one. Yeah. Right. I don't think it's winter's coming. Uh, hold the door. That doesn't make a lot of sense. And what was the other one? Well, you know why. You know why that hold the door. Uh, let's see. So we had uh, all men must die. The night is dark and full of terrors. Uh, winter is coming and hold the door. What, is, is it hold the door? Is that why I didn't get it? No, I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I, I want to hear Sean if he if he wants to chime in. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, your your guess is the night is dark and full of terrors. Yes, yeah, the only one to me. Uh, once again, it's process of elimination. The only one that I think makes sense to mm-hmm. me. Right. Uh, I'm here. Sean. What do you What's think up? there, buddy? Uh, what uh, what do you think about? The, did you hear the question? Uh, for, so it was way to pay attention, Sandra. He's busy. He's he's a producer. I don't care. The show. Press some more <laughs> buttons. <laughs> a phrase that Melisandre, a.k.a. the Red Woman, frequently repeats is, all men must die. The night is dark and full of terrors. Winter is coming. Hold the door. Hmm. I believe it was all men must die, but I'm not 100% sure about that because it could also be uh, the night is dark and full of terrors, but I think it is all men must die. So I'm going to lock that in. All right. Sorry there, Sean. Uh, the George guessed it correctly. It's uh, the Woo-hoo! night is dark and full, and full of terrors. Uh, you know, she she would whisper that in in the ears of of certain guys, certain men. So, uh, remember when the, the red woman like revealed like I guess they had the scene where she actually revealed what she looks like. She's like this hundred uh, year old old lady, hundred year old bat. You remember that scene? I remember. Yeah, no, I don't remember. Yeah, I remember now. that. I, I've tried. Unfortunately, I wish I could have forgotten that. To tell you the truth, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, the that 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 uh, scene was dark and, and full of terrors. Yes, so yeah, so tonight the <laughs> we've had fun with this with this guy. You guys have done pretty well with this quiz. Um, so uh, let's get back to uh, just a little more player evaluation, and as any scores uh, take place. We'll uh, get them to you. So we were looking at uh, you know different sabermetric stats, and uh, let's, let's take a look at this expected batting average again with uh, Jesse Winker, uh, who uh, has basically started the season a big slump. Uh, One forty-seven was his batting average when I looked at this. Uh, expected batting average two eighty, and uh, I tell you, he's been uh, on a little bit of a hot streak in his last four games. Uh, five hits and 13 at-bats. That's a 385 batting average. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Jesse Winker? Better days ahead for him? Reds outfielder? Well, you would think so because, uh, hey, once the weather gets warm, the ball will travel further in Cincinnati, so that should help. The problem is this. Boy, a lot of cooks in the kitchen there. All right? A lot, yeah. of, a lot of players got to play there. So that's my issue there. Well, who's going to sit? You know, Kemp, mm-hmm. Puig, Winker, Shebler. Shebler, I mean, yep. All right, a lot of guys there. That's four guys pretty much for three spots. I mean, right now, Kemp does seem to be the odd man out, but if he starts the hitting, that mm-hmm. can easily change. You know, whenever you have four guys for three spots in this, this sort of situation, it's very easy for the manager not to give you a long time to dig out of a hole. You know, you go one for nine, mm-hmm. all right, let's get the other guy in there. You know, where if, there was, you know, if you were to start a three guys, hey, you might have a week. You know, you might have 10 days. Here, you don't. You know, because they're going to put the other guy in. All right, let's get Kemp in there. You know, that sort of thing. That's, that's what always concerns me about this sort of situation. But then again, the entire, really, Reds outfield. Shevel has done some damage, but the entire Reds outfield has been a disappointment so far this season. By the way, Islanders and Penguins yeah, 2-1 after 2. 
There you go. All right. Uh, Joey Gallo. Now, when you look at the uh, expect, this one's kind of surprised me because uh, Gallo uh, batting, let's see, uh, 171, but his expected batting average, 291. Uh, and then this is a guy that lives under the Mendoza line, right? Well, well just just over it. Past couple of seasons, 2017, uh, 209 batting average, 41 home runs. Uh, 206 batting average last season, 40 home runs. So far this year, 171 batting average, four homers. Uh, his BABIP is at 158. The expected, I guess he must be hitting the ball better, or maybe it's taken into consideration, like you mentioned with Aaron Judge. You know, Aaron Judge will hit the ball real hard, but he's been hitting it at, uh, at right at people. But uh, Joey Gallo, man, it, it, thankfully I've never owned him or never had the had to own him in fantasy leagues but you know with the the way that the first base uh position you know we, we had talked about it being a little uh lighter in some of my mocks i ended up having to grab him you know if i waited on first base but uh do you believe this thing with uh you know joey gallo all of a sudden becoming uh a 291 uh, hitter or well let's give him 250 how about you go from 206 to 250 Oh, once again, in regards to it's a small sample size. We're only three weeks in, so sure, it could be it could be right that he for this three weeks he could have been batting two ninety one if he had better luck, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's why he's batting where he's batting. Do I think he's going to bat two ninety one? Do I think this means he's going to bat two ninety one this season or two seventy one <laughs> or two fifty one? No, I don't believe right. that. He is what he is. He's all or nothing. Mm-hmm. You know that's uh, that's what he is. And uh, today's baseball, that's some people don't don't mind that anymore. All right, we don't care. You know, it's, uh, it's hard to hit. Uh, three singles to go for the home runs. So that seems to be what he is there. But uh, I'm sure, I, listen, I haven't seen every uh, Joey Gallo at bat. But I think what this is telling you is that he's hitting a lot of Adam Bulls. Hitting him hard, but right mm-hmm. at him. You know, and, and uh, right. he's just hitting him to some bad luck. Yep. Uh, by the way, I think we have an updated score. Pittsburgh, Washington, Pittsburgh. Uh, Baseball, because I know Pittsburgh is also playing uh, <laughs> there. Uh, they scored a run against uh, Jamison Tallion. Uh, Howie Kendrick doubled uh, on a sharp line drive to center field. And Adam Eaton. Uh, Doge is never going to play again. Yeah, yeah. Right, this, yeah. Is supposed to be, this, this was the marquee pitching matchup today, right? Scherzer and Tallion, two mm-hmm. top, you know, Scherzer was what number one or number two? Italians about top ten, top fifteen fantasy wise coming into the season, and also these guys are giving, yep. giving up what three three runs in an inning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, uh, I actually own Italian, so I need him to to get his act together now. Okay, I was so happy that in his uh, short start with the Cubs, that um, I think just about all of his runs. I think all of his runs. I think he gave a five in like. A little over an inning. They were all six, unearned. all unearned because Kevin Newman can't catch or throw. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. That was something else. Uh, uh, Harrison Bader, he's a guy that I was kind of high on coming into the season. Uh, so far, batting 179. Um, and, you know, he, he's a guy, he's got a great glove. So you're thinking that his bat, they're going to have a, the Cardinals uh, are probably going to have a little bit of a longer leash on uh, him. But uh, supposedly, according to uh, StatCast, that, that, uh, Batting average of uh, 179 should be somewhere better, like maybe in the mid 260, high 260 range. Uh, this guy uh, Bader could hit home runs, could steal bases. Uh, I like his upside. Uh, the bat bip is only 217. What do you say? What do you say? Give me some good news, George. I, I can't. I can't do this without laughing because is there any chance his nickname is it Master? <laughs> Every time oh, I hear this, guy. it's all I can think of. I mean, come on, a sports locker room. His nickname has to be Master. For those of you who don't know, George, what I'm if that's about, all you can think of, you're going to go blind. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. When you get a hundred times, that, that's it. And, uh, be a lot of blind people in this society. Let me tell you. Uh, that's the old. I think, uh, Billy, I think Billy Connolly jokes about that. Dude. When he was uh, when he was a kid, he was told that he goes, uh, "I was never so frightened as uh, the hundred and first time later that week." You know, it's like right. uh, God. Uh, funny, funny stuff. I say for those who don't don't know what I'm talking about, figure it out. All right, it's not that tough. His name is Harrison Bader. And his, and his nickname was Master. Mm, I think you should be able to put two and two together here. Not all that difficult here. <laughs> um, yeah, now, now that's all I can think of now. This is great. This is, this is your fault. I blame, I blame you. Um, 
I'm, I'm a good American. Make sure your hands are on the table. It's, it's never my fault. <laughs> my hands are indeed on the table. Uh, I was going to say one's on a mouse. Good, that good. doesn't sound good either. <laughs> All right, but... Uh, the, reason, yeah, I'm, the reason one's on a mouse because someone on the Red Sox got hurt, and I'm trying to find out who it is. I know who I think it is, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to find out if it is indeed that play. Let me, looked, uh, let me guess, Dustin, Dustin Pedroia. No. <laughs> no, him I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. Okay, I was just checking. Uh, Andrew Benatendi, just, uh, he fouled the ball off of his, looks like foot slash ankle. He's coming out of the game, and he's limping heavily. Just, oh, he's boy. been down for about three uh, or four minutes now. This does not uh, look good. Uh, he can barely uh, – he's limping heavily. Uh, Actually, now is he trying uh, to walk the first base? He doesn't even have a helmet. Mm. It's strange. He's walking with a trainer, and uh, he's, it doesn't look like he can walk to me. I guess the Red Sox don't may have problems because Jackie Bradley's out with an illness. I don't even know if Jackie Bradley's at the right. ballpark. So if Ben Attendee has to come out too, this is not good. Ben Attendee's now walking back towards home plate. Nope, now he's bent over again in pain. I don't see how the Red Sox are keeping in the game. I, I don't see it right now. But Ben Attendee, like I said, they, uh, he fouled the ball off heavily off that foot mm-hmm. slash ankle. And uh, it looks like he's going to try and stay in the game. Uh, Alex Kohler has his helmet. And he's walking back towards home plate now to try and get back in the batter's box here. But, uh, man, that, that looked painful. He had a slow-motion shot of it. And the funny thing is he has a guard. It hit below the guard. Mm-hmm. And just just bad luck uh, for Ben Found a way, yeah. Found a way to find him. Yeah, but, uh, too bad. I like like good, good, I like good Benatendi too. Even though he's a Red Sox, yeah. Hey, I don't know. Listen, I, I, I'm a Yankee fan. Yeah, we hate the Red Sox. But, you know, I have so many Red Sox on my fantasy teams. You can't hate them. I, I need these guys right. to play well. I've been, I have been attending on several teams. You know, I got bets. Honestly, I don't have bets because, God forbid, I should have the second pick in any league. Uh, but I got several players here. And, yeah, it's, it's hard to root against you. Same thing with the Mets. I get the first pick, the, the second pick. You're never happy, man. I never. I didn't get the first. Or I didn't get the. I didn't get a top three pick in anything. Not even mock drafts did I get a top three pick. The only league I had trout in was an auction, and I was able to get him for forty nine dollars, mm. which I thought was a bargain. Other than that, I don't have. Uh, I don't have Ramirez, which I guess I'm happy about. Don't have bets, which I'm sad about. And I got trout in an auction. Ben Attendee, by the way, is staying in the game for now. We'll see how long. Wow. That goes, especially, especially once it huh. cools off. You know, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe. Hopefully, it doesn't bl- blow up for him. You know what I'm saying? But once it, uh, you know. We'll see. All right. Yeah, he's, uh, he's staying the best. in. Oh, yeah. Uh, Andrew, my best of luck to you, Andrew. Well, good luck, buddy. <laughs> there you go. Hey, should I hit you with one last uh, question before we go? In the last oh, two sure, minutes? Oh, sure. Why not? I've been doing yeah, good. Yeah. i got like Game six, of six or seven in a row now. <laughs> Game of Thrones quiz. Now. How did Khal Drago kill Daenerys' brother? Uh, blew him up with wildfire? Poured molten gold on his head, decapitated him with a sword, infected him with grayscale. Oh man! Oh, what are, we, what are the choices again? Uh, blew him up with wildfire. Poured molten gold on his head, decapitated him, uh, infected him with grayscale. Why do I want to say grayscale? I don't, I, I don't know the answer of hand. Uh, I'll go grayscale, right. but uh, I don't know. Sean, real quick. I believe it was the molten gold. Yes, one of the best scenes in, in, in all the uh, <laughs> the show. So, hey, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I've had a great time filling in, if it's possible to fill in for Camp Stewart. Enjoy the rest of your day. Nice working with you, George. Have a great rest of the weekend. Uh, Sean Angle, great job today. Stay tuned for more on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for tuning in to Weekend Fantasy Update.